Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Astrology. And what the heck do those zodiac signs mean? And I'm your host, Katie. Why, hello everyone. I know it's been quite a while since I've made an episode. And this is an episode about questions and answers. In my last podcast, I brought up in that particular episode that I wanted you guys to drop me a line and ask me questions and that way I could have my own little episode about answering your questions. So first off, before I proceed with all the whole casserole of this episode, I want to give one shout out to my hairdresser, Courtney. Every time I go and see this woman, this woman gives me shit and asks me, Hey, when are you going to put out another podcast? So, Courtney, here it is. Voila. Well, first of all, to answer a burning question, Katie, where in the hell have you been? And this was asked by many people who sent me emails. Just simply said, where the hell have you been? When I first started this podcast, COVID had just started and I was working from home. So making podcasts was easy. So as soon as the numbers here in Indiana went down, I returned to the office, thus making it difficult to make any podcasts. Not only that, but I'm a musician, so the past few months, I've been uh, making not just one album, but two. And I did it back to back. I made one in January, or released an album in January called Looking for Sunsets. And exactly a month later, in February, I released a second album called Finding Peace. It's funny, I'm kind of always searching and looking for things. I'm always losing shit, too. I don't know about you guys. Anyway, so it's the most of the music that I create are instrumentals, and it's various genres and and styles, ranging from country to ballads to ambiance and dance music. So if you're curious, go check out my music at www.reverbnation.com and in the search bar, put my name, Katie Seibel, and voila, it'll take you right to my music. All right, all right, boys and girls, now on to today's episode. And like I kind of brought up earlier in my last episode, I asked for my sweet listeners to reach out and send me an email and asked me some questions and I have to say some of those emails I received really cracked me up. So let's get started. Mark from Australia asked, why are the elements associated with zodiac signs? Well, you know what, Mark, that's a great question because each and every one of us is a part of the same universe. The way each and every one of us are It's a reflection of the cosmos. And those elements are alive in all of us. Not only is it inside all of us, but we are surrounded by these elements. The elements are fire, air, water, and earth. These four elements, well, since there are 12 zodiac signs, each element rules three signs. And there's also a wonderful little tidbit to add. The Chinese have a symbol called the yin and the yang. Now, for those of you who don't know what a yin and a yang is, it's a little circle that's cut in half. One side of it is mostly white, 
with a tad bit of black. And on the other side, it's mostly black with a little tinge of white. <coughs> now with these, this little sign, the white side with a little bit of black is called the yin. And the other side is called the yang. Now, the white side is also more feminine and the black side is more masculine. So, for you yin people, the two elements that are associated with being yin or feminine are earth and water. And those elements tend to be more nurturing and sensual, while fire and air are the yang masculine. They prefer to communicate and take action. So the signs that are associated with each element are as follows. Under the element of fire, it's Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. And with the element of earth, it's Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And under the element of air, it's Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And under the last but not least, element of water is Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpio. So I hope that answers your question, Mark, because, you know, if you really think about it, it's really quite funny. We eat hot meals. Well, hopefully we all eat hot meals every day. So you have an element of fire. Hopefully everybody's taking a shower. So you're dealing with an element of water. Not only I hope you're taking showers, but I hope like how you're drinking water. And, you know, we all kind of walk along the earth every day, you know, even if it's from the car to the house, but you're still walking on the earth. And, you know, you kind of need air to breathe. So this is why I say, this is why I say, sorry about that. My, my phone was acting screwy for a minute. So this is why I say we're surrounded by these elements. So take in your element. Now, I'm not telling you fire signs to go out there with a book of matches and just, you know, set things on fire. Please don't do that. And I'm surely not going to tell a water sign to go fill up a squirt gun to go squirt people in cold weather. So please, I don't advise that. All right, now moving on to another great question. This question comes from a lady named Cheryl, who asks, who actually was born in the early part of July. Her question is, are cancers overthinkers? And if so, why? Well, hi, Cheryl. Thank you for your question. Great email. Are cancers overthinkers? Yes, they can be, but with good reason. They aren't overthinkers about everything, only things they don't have answers to. You know... To leave a cancer with questions in their brain, I mean, this shit keeps them up at night because they really want to know the answers to things. And to put them off, don't do that to them either. If you need to talk about something with them, do that on the spot. That way they're not sitting back and trying to fix every scenario that comes across their brain. And the one thing I do know is Cancers, they take a lot of pride in what they do, including relationships and work. Cancers are hardest on themselves. So they put a great deal of thought into how they respond to situations. So in putting a cancer's best foot forward requires them to put a lot of thinking into play. 
and cancers have really great big hearts and they're they're people pleasers so it's not necessarily a bad thing that a cancer can on an occasion overthink something and if you you know and since you're a cancer you know i'm quite sure that that there are times that you're overthinking things Try not to do that to yourself. Or if you do overthink it, try to take it to a positive direction. Don't instantly think, oh God, is this a bad thing? Because I also know that when cancers are stressed, they can't eat. So we don't want that to happen. So thank you for your sweet email. All right, moving along. Cindy from the UK asked, how long has astrology been around? And how have people in the past used it? And that's a, that's a damn great question. There's no an exact pinpoint of origin for astrology, but it was first developed in Mesopotamia around 3000 BC. And it was first created to eliminate agricultural cycles. But it was in 410 BC that the only surviving horoscope was found. Well, and this is according to a site called Astrology Club. But astrology, when it was first created after the whole agricultural cycles, it was meant to be used by councils for the rich and the powerful. You know, because I'm quite sure they had worries and questions, and so these people that had learned all about the astrology signs could pinpoint who was good with money and who really wasn't. So that's a really amazing question. So there's a little tidbit of history for you folks out there. Um, Charlie from Washington asked, Katie, are there any zodiac signs you don't like? Now, my dear boy, Charlie, if you listened to my very first podcast, you'd already know the answer to this. In my first podcast, I said, get to know people first. Before you start doing research on different zodiac signs or trying to figure out some little insight to somebody. You know, because it's important to get to know the people first. Give them a chance. If you go by their sign, you might sit back and go, yeah, no, I don't want to get to know this person. Which you might miss out on the one that's going to make you happy or try to make you happy. So no, there isn't a zodiac sign I don't like. It would be unfair to people if I judged them solely on their sign. So, no, I don't judge people on their sign. I judge them on how they treat other people and if they're fair and honest and try to be decent. I think that's more of a fair way to look at people. Okay, next we have Linda from Florida who asked, Why are, <laughs> why are Leos so bossy? <laughs> well, Linda, I ask myself that question all the time because I know several Leos. And I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, not really kidding because Leos really tend to be bossy. You know, Leos are a fire sign and they're quick to take action. Oh, God love you, Leos. You tend to ignore your own problems and focus way too much on others. If you know a Leo who is bossy, this is how you handle a Leo. You show a little backbone and don't take any shit off of a Leo. That's just it in a nutshell. Just don't take any of their shit. 
Other than that, I don't have a clue why Leos are bossy. Um, I do know that they kind of tend to be controlling and they like to do things their own way. You know, Leos, I think you're awesome. But some of you need to remember, just because you have a great idea, it doesn't always mean that you have the best idea. So work on being more open to people's suggestions and ideas. And again, Leos, I love you. I think you're all great. And I love every single Leo in my world. They're funny, hardworking, and determined. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm proud to be, I'm proud to say that I have a lot of great friends that are Leos. Alrighty, well, on to my last question for this episode. It's from a lady named Marie from Dallas who asked, I've been thinking about getting a reading done. What do you think? And are there things I shouldn't ask? Marie, I support a lot of areas of the Zodiac, meaning tarot readings and palm readings. And if you want a reading done, go for it. But now to answer your, the second part of your question. Yes, I think that there should be some things that you shouldn't ask. Don't ask about death. It's going to happen to all of us one day. It's like a... It's like a quote I read somewhere. There are only two certain things in life, death and taxes. I have done readings for people, and the number one question that I'm asked all the time is, will I ever find love? Be careful with this question because a reading might answer this way. Yes, you will find love. It doesn't always mean the right one. So make sure to ask in-depth questions that you really want to know. Think about, put deep thought into what you really want to know and decide for yourself. Do you really want to know the answer to whatever you're asking? So, well, that's it for, for the questions. I received more comments and emails than I did questions, but I really want to thank all of you for reaching out to me for one reason or another. And I enjoyed hearing from all of you. Now, I know that it's, like I said, it's been a while, but I plan on getting right back into this, the signs. So for my next episode, I'll be talking about those wonderful people called Virgos. So stay tuned, folks, and take care. And remember, take a deep breath. Life is worth living. Bye for now.